Red on Red. This week on the podcast, we're chatting with Drew Lenehan, a.k.a. Hausu Records producer and artist, Automatic Blue.
Arthur Valentine with debut single Selfish and Ghost King is Dead with brand new cut Deflector. New music from a pair of artists on Cork's Houseu Records label. This is Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast dropping every Wednesday evening via Cork's Red FM and redextra.ie. We're also available on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify and other podcasting apps. Joining us this week is Drew Lenehan, a.k.a. Houseu Records producer and artist Automatic Blue. Drew, how's it going, boss? Good, how you doing? Can't complain at all now. You have some news to drop on us. As revealed on Twitter yesterday from recording, so two days ago from broadcast, new single Antoinette will be available across all streaming services from May the 24th. How are you feeling about the single release now? Good. Been working on the tune for a while, so uh, just glad to be getting it out. The body of work uh, from which it comes over the course of the past few years is taking shape in a few different ways, but we'll talk about that a little bit later on. First off, like every other member of the House Do Records collective family grouping that's been going on, uh, your roots are in the DIY scene in Cork City. More specifically, what would have been the all-ages scene of yeah. a couple of years ago that are now the kind of bottom line of gig goers in the city centre. Um, maybe talk to us a little bit about, first of all, your roots within that whole group and as a musician and second of all then kind of the influences that drove you to start making electronic music and eventually assume the mantle of Automatic Blue I guess um, when I started out started off in a, uh, a punk band called Screwjacks which yeah. was probably Cork City's worst punk band uh, they're all Cork City's they're worst they're all Cork <laughs> but we really we uh, took the cake on that one 
And uh, there's a lot of like gigs in the Gateway Bar. I think it's called Barbarossa now, but yeah, that used to be a venue, and uh, people play there a lot. Damsel used to play there a lot. Yeah. Uh, now obviously they've come back after a while, but there are a few few bands that have played there a lot. The Gateway was always a great venue. Uh, going back to when we used to run gigs there, maybe eight to ten years ago, was the Real Jarg. Yeah. I remember seeing Owensy there, seeing uh, Living with Lions and a whole bu- or Marathon Man from Germany. It was always a great spot. Going back to um, to when it was the Wolfhound, also. So I mean, mm-hmm. like that's historically been a great space. Houseu has its roots in punk. Like again, the in-house band Repeater yeah. also very much being of that disposition. What brought Automatic Blue out of you? Kind of what was the, those early sparks? I guess uh, it was kind of just writing a lot of songs that didn't fit with the punk thing that we were doing at the time. And I suppose we could have done them, but we didn't want to be like a pop punk band. So I kind of kept those songs to myself and I just kind of recorded them in a different kind of mindset to what I was doing with the band I was in at the time or the stuff we were doing with uh, Repeater. And that's kind of how the project kind of developed. Like In terms of... A whole collective having kind of coalesced around the ex-membership of Scoot Jackson, the current membership mm. of Repeater. It's also undeniable that there's a family uh, vibe going all the way through House where you have the Corrigans involved in different yeah. aspects of the game. Uh, Colm Cahalan dropped the bombshell on me there a couple of weeks ago that he was also distantly related to the oh, Corrigans yeah. as well. Un- unconfirmed, but completely possible. But... When it came time for House to come together around Ghost King is Dead's uh, Sweet Boy EP release. Mm. Kind of everybody had a part to play and people were discovering their strengths and their roles within the, I suppose, the foundations of the autonomous DIY grouping known as Houseu Records. How did you kind of factor yourself into those kind of early jams, those early kind of discussions as to, well, we might have something here? Well, yeah, I guess I guess just trying to support people who were doing music and trying to get music done. And obviously I, I was kind of, I was there with Jack when he was doing his early recordings for Actual Acid, and I've always been a part of the Arthur Valentine project. Mm. And I just kind of, I got to really just sit back and watch Matt go, really. Like, but um, I guess just kind of being there and supporting, and just trying to figure out how we were going to get it, like across the idea of what we were trying to do, with the idea of like collectivized artists. And Collaboration has always been a part of the courses you yeah. were talking about there. How was it to kind of jump between? The headspaces involved in being part of, you know, a lighter project like Arthur Valentine, um, you know, something more involved, uh, like actual acid is, mm-hmm. and then to hop on to your project, which kind of fits kind of in between a number of different slates in what mm-hmm. is expected now of Houseu Records. Kind of what has been your process to creativity and how do you feel it's grown since Houseu has kind of provided the bottom line for, for, for a lot of people? I think how it's grown is just I'll try to when I'm entering a situation where I'm producing for somebody or trying to help them with their music and collaborate with them, I'll just kind of think about what they're trying to achieve. Like, with what Arthur's trying to achieve is very different to what Matt and Ghost Games Dead is trying to achieve. So whether I'm working with the two of them, I'll try to think what's the best way to help get across their musical ideas. Regarding your own musical ideas then, like, getting them out of yourself, like, is there a bit of a jump in terms of the mindset necessary to go from someone else's results in mind to realizing what you have in your head? Well, I guess I guess with myself, there's more kind of there's more musical freedom because I can do whatever I want to try, and if it doesn't work, then I can just scrap it and try something else. But I think when I'm going in, I to work and collaborate with Arthur Ghost King or Actual Acid, I'm trying to 
see what they're trying to do and kind of bring my own like ideas to it but without trying to overwhelm their own kind of creative uh, output is it tough to kind of fight the urge to be the producer about these situations and go this should be here or have you tried this um yeah i, I can i can be kind of i can be kind of bad for that i guess sometimes i can maybe be kind of like, well maybe we should try it this way or that's not lighting up properly or that sort of thing but i think at the end of the day if, if someone uh doesn't like something or someone doesn't really like like the idea I'm, I'm okay with you know to take a back seat like I want it's been about a year or so now since Haosu has kind of come together formally and the progress that everybody has made since then has been massive how have you found the reaction to Haosu coming together and its growth at a time of collectives in Cork City being received um, it's been completely overwhelming not even just the reception of it, but just to be kind of a part of it and see all these other great collectives coming out, like Teletext Records, mm-hmm. uh, Angry Moms Collective, all these different kind of groups coming together and trying to, I guess, have their own little place in the Cork music scene. It's been great to be like a part of that. The city is going to change in the next couple of years, and we've been talking about this with different guests on the show, different performers. The city's population is going to grow, and the makeup of what constitutes a city centre is going to change and differ. Uh, only today on Twitter, Give Us the Night uh, kind of made light of the situation that's been happening the last couple of years regarding the venue situation in Cork City and how the opening hour situation has affected things. Likewise, collectives have kind of taken the functions of traditional industry and kind of placed them back in house for artists. Can I give us an overview on how you think the current situation in Cork between collectives and, I suppose, rising to meet the challenge of a city's identity changing and what it means. Well, I just I I think I find with the amount of collectives that are coming out and the amount of people who are showing that they can get together and do the things that you know a record label or a booker or a PR agent could do for you, and just being able to do that yourself and kind of put on these shows. I mean, Teletext I believe have a don't they have a residency in the Roundy now? Uh, they do. Yeah. So a lot of people have residencies in the Roundy though. That's kind of that's the joy of that venue. That's the joy oh, yeah. of collating a gig oh, guide yeah, or no, going no. to a gig there oh yeah but they but you just have so many people who are kind of putting on these DIY events and booking these shows and putting on these people and they're not always doing it in the same places that you'd kind of expect people to they're not all trying to get into the same venue they're trying to find alternative spaces I think even more of the venues that alternative spaces for shows will probably become more popular in the future Possibly. I mean, even look at the growth there of uh, the Pink Moon in recent times having gigs from scenes and uh, playing host to the first meeting from the Angry Moms Collective. It's an exciting time for Cork Music. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more as we discuss the writing of your Junk EP. But first, we're going to go back to some tunes. Uh, Earlier on, we heard from Arthur Valentine and Ghost King is Dead of the Haosu Collective. And coming up, we have more friends of the Haosu Stable. Um, You've chosen a playlist for us this time around and you have Alex Goff with breakfast uh, I love Alex he's, he's my drummer and the song like just the reaction to it's been insane it's been so great to see him doing so well with this tune you also have Pretty Happy with Mr. Krabs recent uh, guest of ours Abby Blake um, the lads are doing well recently uh, opening yeah. for Bitch Falcon uh, at Dali uh, have you had a chance to check out the new EP? yeah I've been listening to it I think it's fantastic and Abby's just a great person I love what she's been doing with uh, Angry Moms Collective it's been fantastic and just the EP itself is like this gloriously kind of scuzzy yeah. alt rock in the 90s sense, but kind of invested with that post millennial mm. kind of 
sense of fatalistic humor. It's 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's a joy to watch them kind of. Oh, it's do so this. strange. I love Aaron's onstage persona. That that kind of vibe they gives off when he's playing is just. And it's so different to him as a person. Oh, yeah. You see him talking, and he's like of. Of art, not of arch seriousness, mm-hmm. but really organised and really like willing to yeah. to put into a group discussion. And then he's this other on stage. Oh, he's this complete alter ego on stage. It's, it's fantastic. We'll hear from Pretty Happy momentarily, but first, this is Alex Goff with Breakfast here on Red on Red. Tables to turn, work out when you're young till you're crashing your burn. Don't stress it, don't flex to them corporate operators. Cancel your phone, but get a bone at your breakfast. Bridges to burn, tables to turn. Work out when you're young till you're crashing your burn. Don't stress it, don't flex to them corporate operators. Cancel your phone, but get a bone at your breakfast. I put my conflicts on the counter. Turn on the radio, take a second to re-encounter my previous experience and now they have come My previous tendencies, my not so easy injuries, my faults and my entities Your name comes to mind, but it's not unusual this time And the mirror breaks just at the thought of my smile It still hasn't left my side, this baggage that I carry is heavy and oversized I'm not sure what is inside, but I can't shake the feeling that it's something I have to hide that is something I have to move Don't stress about my life Yeah, just listen to the roof Bridge to burn, tables to turn Work out when you're young Till you crash and you burn Don't stress and don't flex To them corporate operators Cancel your phone But get a bone Get your breakfast Bridge to burn, tables to turn Work out when you're young Till you crash and you burn Don't stress and don't flex To them corporate operators Cancel your phone But get a bone Get your breakfast Hold up Isn't it about time that we blow up? Take a nana to my heads And be some butter throw up And you know what? And too much to know what You taxi back to the flight You know I'm gonna show up Then it's back in the bed Time to go rest my head Better get some sleep Cause I have a lecture at 10 I wake up in the morning With my head in the bin And the sun in my eyes I'm never drinking again Ugh. Burn tables to turn Work out when you're young Till you crash and you burn Don't stress and don't flex To them corporate operators Cancel your phone But get a bone Get your breakfast Burn tables to turn Work out when you're young Till you crash and you burn Don't stress and don't flex to the corporate operators. Stop! Don't touch! 
Even up there yesterday, now it's time to stop the rain. You dodge the knife, you know what's right. It's filled aside, it's filled aside. You dodge the knife, you know what's right. It's filled aside, it's filled aside. Sit by the phone and wait. Wonder if you call, if he's got the ball. with Mr. Krabs, taken from their Ego No Ego EP, available for streaming now across all streaming digital services. This is Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast, still joined in studio by Drew Lenehan, a.k.a. Automatic Blue. Uh, new single, Antoinette, available on May 24th across all streaming digital services, so keep an eye out across social media. It's a big year for you, all told. Uh, the end of a long road is in sight. Um, you've been busy kind of working away on... The record junk, which, and I say a record because it's been a little bit of a shapeshifter over the last maybe year to 18 months or so. Um, scheduled for release later on in the year as an EP. It's kind of reached this state from an album concept that you had in mind very early on. Maybe talk to us a little bit about how the initial body of work came together and what the unifying themes have been behind the songs that you had in mind for this project. Um, well, I guess I guess with the body of work, it just kind of it came together really without any sort of proper planning. Like I didn't I didn't plan in, on making an album. I just sort of was kind of making songs, and I'd released a collection of songs earlier in 2018 called Baby, and I just kind of had no idea how to follow it up. So I just started working on songs, and I kind of followed the themes from that, which was about wanting to change. And then all of the songs that was kind of writing, I kind of realized were just like about wanting to change but kind of in, in the long run probably not making the steps that you would need to make to be able to change yourself for the better obviously is this kind of is this examination of what it takes to change obviously not entirely focused internally mm. because that seems to be a recurring theme uh, across popular art and culture mm. at the moment the kind of the the will to make massive changes that are necessary in the next, you know, however many years. But in terms of reaching that point and in terms of sitting down to write, what was the process like to kind of agree on a semi-final form for the record? What was the the writing and creative process like for you before Junk kind of solidified itself? 
Um, well, a lot of it was just kind of getting ideas down and then just kind of building off of them. And a lot of the lyrics kind of came afterwards, which was helpful in a way because it meant that I could kind of write more thematically. I was more focused on just kind of getting a melody down or like a nice beat for a song. And then when it came down to actually like, well, like, what do I want to say? I was able to kind of sit down and figure out more kind of cohesive idea for what the song should be about and for what I guess I was feeling at the time when I was making them. Once it's all kind of done and dusted then, uh, it was on to you to take it to the rest of the Hausu Collective for ideas, feedback, collaboration, etc. What was it like taking that body of work from outside of your head to kind of realising it with the help and assistance of the Hausu Collective? Yeah, I think that was the best part because at the time, uh, well, so it's, it's probably the most collaborative project like as the project of junk like it was the most collaborative thing we've done at the time everyone's everyone's on it uh actual asses on a song uh arthur's on a song and so is ghost king and mothra is also on a song it was nice to get feedback but it was also it was also nice to kind of bring people in who i've been working with and wanted to work with and knew how to work with and have them kind of help with songwriting as well and just kind of come up with great ideas for songs and being enthusiastic about it is it hard to let go of those babies when somebody kind of comes along with an idea that you have to give it to yeah, them a little bit? It, it used to be it used to be difficult to do that because I'd be kind of like, oh, this is my idea and this is how I kind of want it done. And I kind of realized it was just a lot, like the songs just end up better. When you work with other people and you get a different like you know, point of view or a different kind of creative person kind of working on it and contributing to it, it's always going to be better than what you're going to do by yourself. What was it like then in terms of working with the likes of Colin McCahalan and working with designers like um, Emer and like Neil internally within Hausu in terms of pulling together a cohesive aesthetic that we're going to see unrolled over the next couple of months? Well, it's always, I, I always love working with Colin. Like, he's just so enthusiastic about it and he really believes in everything everyone's doing and he's just, he's so great. Like, he'll, like he, if he says he's going to do something, he just gets it done, like no matter what it is. And I really respect him for that. And obviously, with the graphic designers, like they've been, they've been working on a few things. I'm not sure if I'm able to. I don't know if I'm able to say. Uh, you know, talk, say what you can say. You know, I, they, they, they are, <laughs> they're, they're definitely uh, projects coming up in the future. And obviously, you've got different visual identities, like Emer, Neil, and Tug all have very different visual identities. And it's really nice to see how they can contribute to different artists in Husu. Like the way Emer uh, did all of mass graphic design for This Is Doubt. And then Tyg took over and did the deflector artwork. And it still kind of blended. looked very well. It did look very well. They're, like People are just nailing that kind of aesthetic that Husu has been going for. Over the course of the creative process, um, what was an album's worth of material and what was kind of envisioned to be a long player has kind of focused to an EP what was the thought process behind that decision and then in terms of what is going to be unveiled um, you know a series of accompanying singles how, ma- how many of these are taken from those same um, from those same sessions and what was the process of kind of figuring out what fit where so to speak I think well with with those sessions I, everything well, everything I'm releasing is going to be from those sessions but the reason why I decided it was probably for the best to uh, break up the album into EP and some singles is because I just I don't I don't feel like people have the attention span to listen to a full album, which Ooh. is fine because I, I well I mean like when you're well not from not from a fledgling kind of 
artist who's like I, I barely had the attention span to finish the album so <laughs> like you know so I, I it's not something that I kind of would want to burden people with I like I'm not going to expect people to sit down and listen to that so I'd rather just give people the songs like in a in a different way that I'd prefer them to hear it I'd prefer so, for, for someone to be able to sit down and listen to one of my songs and enjoy it is it a matter then of a long player becomes you know a series of short playing works that coalesce well as a Spotify or Apple Music playlist for example uh, is it kind of playing into how people can kind of pick and choose from a creative work now does the does the kind of coherent thing that is an mm. album now become a playlist that can be kind of released piecemeal and then kind of consumed yeah. a la carte yeah I think I think it's about just kind of like what people are able to kind of digest now really like because I remember back like they're releasing these albums that, like like Drake released this album that was like 30 tracks and the only reason he did that was to get as many plays as he possibly could off of, his, off of as many songs as he possibly could and then you have people like Billie Eilish who's just releasing one song at a time and then she's she's released the album now it's fantastic but I just don't think there's any point in trying to kind of expect people to listen to like a big body of work you know from you especially when you're just kind of I don't want to say starting out but like maybe not a fan of you when we come back we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the singles accompanying Junk's eventual release but first we're going to go back to your playlist uh, earlier on you mentioned Damsel and uh, you've picked Head Homes yeah I think that was a great uh, comeback track for them like I hadn't heard uh, anything from them since Boy on the Rocks which I was a really big fan of when it first came out I just think I just think Head Homes is a Brilliant, brilliant pop song like from, from Lou O'Neill. Close friends of House of Records, Pat Lagoon, uh, with recent single mm-hmm. Game Boy. Yeah, I, I love that song. I can't wait for his new one. Uh, Nova is coming out soon. Mm. And I just think he's a great rapper. I, I think he's one of the... He's doing, he's doing the best of that genre of like melodic melodic rap music coming out of, coming out of Waterford at the moment. I do wish that our listeners also saw uh, Drew's face light up as he mentioned <laughs> yeah. Pat Lagoon. And we'll hear from Pat Lagoon momentarily, but first, this is Damsel with Head Homes, here on Red on Red. Time is right and the light is low 
never exterior My voice has gotten airier The night doesn't scare me And no limits, where's the barrier? On top, like a fraction, sit by, pay attention No sleep, deprivation, more time, hesitation Oh, you treat me like a Game Boy, whoa No time for this fame noise, yo Why you reaching for the crowd now? Peter Piper pipe down, I'm on a different game, wow Train me like a Game Boy, whoa No time for this fake noise, yeah Why you reaching for the crowd now? Peter Piper pipe down, I'm on a different game, yeah, yeah. By surprise, yeah, the sun struck my iris Dress for the ice, bet you're guessing that I'm Irish Thought it was my accent, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't hide it Came through Aer Lingus, now these bodies think they're fly shit uh. Pushing all these buttons, man, she's gotta be a rookie I don't know her, but she could be Gotta step it up real quickly, yeah, she pushing level 60 But this galley wanna freeze me up this galley wanna freeze me like Oh, you treat me like a Game Boy, whoa No time for this fame noise, yo Why you reaching for the crowd now? Peter Piper pipe down, I'm on a different game, wow oh, You treat me like a Game Boy, whoa No time for this fake noise, yo Why you reaching for the crowd now? Peter Piper pipe down, I'm on a different game, yeah, yo She hit me up, where's the snap? Where you hiding? Curls in my hair, pack of fur everywhere, yeah Flip it on my wrist, cause you know I'm doing shit Stuck on this game, I'm too proud to use cheat codes Messing on my mind, I'm about to get this case closed I'm about to get this case closed Close all these buttons, man, she's gotta be a rookie I don't know her, but she could be But she gotta step it quickly Cause we pushing level 60 Oh, you treat me like a Game Boy, whoa No time for this fake noise, yo Why you reaching for the crowd now? Peter Piper pipe down, I'm on a different game, wow oh, You treat me like a Game Boy, whoa Fake noise, yeah. Why you reaching for the crowd now? Peter Piper pipe down. I'm on a different game, yeah, yeah. Pat Lagoon with Game Boy here on Red on Red, still joined in studio by Automatic Blue. And Drew, before the jump, we were talking about the junk album that almost was and the steady stream of releases that is now going to be. Let's talk about the first one, which, as we've plugged earlier in the show, is available on May 24th across all streaming services, and that is Antoinette. Maybe take us a little bit into how the song has come together and kind of what your expectations are really for it. Oh, my, my expectations. But um, well, you can start with the process. I'll definitely start with the process. <laughs> uh, well, it, I actually wrote the song originally, like when I was maybe seventeen or eighteen. So it's it's an old, well, old enough song. It's an old enough song, and uh, I've been playing it in various kind of forms throughout, like different bands, and it's taken on different kind of versions. It's just kind of developed. It's probably the song I've been developing the longest. Just, just from the sheer like span of time from when I had it, there's, there is possibly an older recording, 
which hopefully we'll never see the light of day. House you rare at his box. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I, hopefully that never gets leaked. But, um, but I kind of decided that I wanted to do that song and I wanted to bring it into the Automatic Blue kind of uh, discography. <laughs> but um, I wasn't sure how to do it. I kind of spent a little while like making just, just the most horrible, horrible versions of the song until I kind of settled on one that kind of stayed true to where it came from with the kind of kind of alternative rock ideas and then but brought in the new kind of pop and sensibilities that I've been kind of trying to do with the the uh, Amac Blue songs that I'm doing currently being the first in a campaign of single releases throughout yeah. the year for House U Records and again uh, speaking about your working relationship with Colm Cahalan uh, what are your thoughts kind of heading up to its release and how do you come about a plan of attack regarding getting this song to impact, first of all, with streaming playlists and then secondarily your radio playlists and other things that Hausu has been slowly but surely kind of honing their 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 ability with? It's been a while since I've released anything, but I'm hoping that people are looking forward maybe to hearing what we're doing or seeing what the projects are doing now in Hausu. So um, just in, in terms of plan of attack really it's just been kind of trying to make those connections and just kind of reach out to people and talk to them and just and just kind of hoping that they're enthusiastic about what we're trying to do how does that fit in then to plans for the series of songs going forward uh, kind of without issuing us any spoilers kind of what is the tactic regarding you know a long-term campaign six to twelve months what have you uh, of various short form releases I, I think really I just I just want to get it started. I just want to kind of start releasing these songs because I do have I have other projects that I'm working on, and I kind of I don't want to invest too much time into like how am I going to get people to listen to the next one and how am I going to get people to listen to the next one. I'd rather just kind of get them out there and hopefully people will like the songs and want to listen to them, and hopefully people will be enthusiastic about the project and what's happening. But um, I can't really invest too much time into. Um, my own project at least not enough that it would take me away from working on other projects like Arthur Valentine and Ghost King's Dead bearing that in mind you know wanting to take care of your own as well as putting on your producer hat and just generally being involved with the the operations of the House Collective throughout 2019 again the question kind of comes in mind how difficult is it to take one hat off and put another hat on etc and generally be a part of keeping all of these different elements of the collective up in the air so to speak um, it can be it can be difficult at times but at the end of the day I think everybody's so able to do this uh, by themselves and so able to uh, work on their own projects that really when I'm when I'm coming in I'm just kind of just assisting them in their own creative process but speaking of the collaborative aspect and all the gears working together in order to get Hausu delivered. Um, just off the back of the first label-specific showcase that Hausu put together on the former Good Friday uh, in Pot Duggins in Ennis and County Clare, um, we're seeing rumours a little bit. We're seeing things being teased on social media regarding a showcase in Cork City. And I'm only going off of, you know, what Cullum from Hausu on Twitter yeah. and all of this has kind of put together. It's all been very secretive, and I imagine it would be, considering that this is a big opportunity but it's not the first rodeo regarding a house U showcase there was that house gig a literal house U gig oh, yeah. um, a couple of months ago that was a real kind of uniting factor for certain elements of the Cork City music scene without divulging anything 
maybe talk about how bringing that sense of unity from a house party, that listening party, into a venue type situation with the possibilities that arise. How would you do that yourself if you were if if you had the book? Well, with with the original the house night that was just really inviting some people over and kind of playing some of the unreleased material that we have coming up. Uh, that was just that was just a way of just kind of reaching out to people and kind of getting off offline and doing it that kind of way. It's just a nice way to kind of help build the community and get people excited for what we were doing and be able to share that with people. And a lot of pe- and they did turn up. Uh, yeah, so, buy some Sesh FM, buy some Cotton Heads. Yeah, it was a real kind of focal point, and to bring that then into a gigging situation, uh, I can imagine will be a huge boon. It'll be a huge, uh, huge boon for us. Uh, for the House Who Collective. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the immediate future for House Who and for Automatic Blue. But first, we're going to go back to some more tunes. Another bass-playing music journalist in Cork City. Like, Cork isn't full of bass-playing <laughs> music journalists. Uh, shout out, Mr. K. Uh, we have JJ Lee with recently released single, Thursday. Yeah, I think that's a great song from JJ. I was... And I didn't even realize that he was going to be releasing a song until it's already dropped, and I was yep. just kind of amazed by it. I love the drum beats and the bass in it. It's just a really kind of cool, relaxed sort of track. A veritable renaissance buy for the future of the Cork music scene. Uh, you also have Marcus Woods with Saturn. I want to say Saturn Five. I think it's Saturn. Yeah, it's Saturn Five. Yeah, I say it's a bit of a tune, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's huge, huge banger for Marcus Woods. Like uh, a lot less, a lot more um, energetic than the other tracks he was doing and I just was completely like caught off guard by it I thought it was fantastic without sacrificing that awkwardness that's an important part of it like it's it's genuinely really kind of cool and spacey in that regard as well yeah definitely. well we'll hear from Marcus Woods there momentarily but first this is JJ Lee with Thursday here on Red on Red Thank you. 
the killing. <laughs> song tonight. David is filling in for Sinead. As you know, Sinead is all song woman here on Telestock. This is what we live from. This is what Kerry is about. This is our tradition. This is what we were brought up with. This is what we were brought up to. And there were two minutes in matches today. Jeff is going in and yourself. Thank you very much indeed for that mission. That's about it. That's from Cork Park Dublin on our Highlands of Football Championship Day 2006. Another one.
We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Tower cleared. Here we got a roll program. Neil Armstrong reporting the roll and pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. Marcus Woods with Saturn V here on Red on Red, joined in studio by Drew Lenehan, a.k.a. Automatic Blue. And Drew, before we wrap up this episode of the podcast, uh, are there any kind of last-minute plugs, anything else that you want to kind of get in, any shout-outs, any defamation you want to cast upon people? Mm, yeah, just going to drive home the point that Antoinette is out uh, May 24th, next Friday. Uh, there's plenty of releases coming from Hausu. Uh, keep your eyes open for a Hisu showcase in the near future featuring the four lovely boys. Where can Automatic Blue be found across social media? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, all the all the streaming services. And these are the same streaming services and social media platforms that Hausu Records' entire roster can be found across as well as HausuRecords.com, which has... Um, all of the Spotify links embedded and ready to go as well. that's all for this week's episode of Red on Red Cork's new music podcast from Red FM and RedExtra.ie thanks a million to Drew Lenehan aka Automatic Blue for joining us this episode yeah thanks for having me on and thank you very much for listening and if you like what you're hearing please take the time to subscribe and leave a review on Apple and Google Podcasts subscribe to us on Spotify and check us out on RedExtra.ie as well as other podcasting platforms Share this on your social media and make sure to check out the artists featured online or at an upcoming gig. And remember, if you like more Irish tunes, please be sure to listen in to Green on Red on Sunday nights with Alan O'Donovan for the best of all that is Irish on Cork's Red FM 104 to 106. And you're leaving us with a little bit of an exclusive. This is 203087, which is yourself as Automatic Blue featuring Arthur Valentine, who we heard at the top of the show, mm-hmm. and new vocal talent Molly Anel. Yeah, Molly Nell is actually uh, Jack and Matt's cousin. She's she's uh, living in Canada and she's just a fantastic singer. And she has her own music out as well, if anyone wants to check that out. Molly Nell across social media and streaming yeah. services? Yeah. How's your records really being that really kind of family We're affair? We're just family driven. We're a family band. Like. I think you better go get your uh, get your DNA checked. Yeah. That about wraps it up. We got Automatic Blue featuring Arthur Valentine and Molly Nell with 203087. This has been Red on Red. And we'll talk to you next week.
Red on Red.